Welcome to episode number two of the Down to Get Weird podcast. My guest, who's not going to speak until, that's the main thing, he's not going to speak until I introduce him, is someone who I've met, I've, I've been known for a few years, we've traveled a few countries together, haven't really gone to, we've gone to a couple soccer games together, he's a college soccer player himself, a quite the fix-it man, he's actually repping his uh, company on his shirt right there, Hexagon Home Improvements, which is weirdly enough the sponsor for the podcast, which you didn't know that until right now. But, so thanks to Hexagon Home Improvements for all your home improvement needs. I don't know if they do plumbing, so that maybe not all your home improvement needs. Okay. Um, Adrian Zieg, which I, for the longest time, I thought uh, your last name was Ziegler, which is funny because uh, my, the, my uh, landlord's last name is Ziegler, but no relation, obviously, because it's different last names. But Adrian Zieg, my guest, I'm gonna give him give him one of these. Thank you. Means a lot. This is, uh, I believe, this is your first podcast you've ever been on. It is. That's exciting. Um, for you or for, for me? For you. Yeah, I'm used to this. I'm actually kind of bored right now. <laughs> but so uh, we, uh, so Adrian, big soccer. I'm a big soccer fan. Now I never played. I'm not very good. That's I, for I sure. enjoy playing. Yeah, Adrian is very good though. He played in college, and uh, I'm just a big fan. I don't know why. I think it was probably an escape from my athletic career of wrestling so i had to have something to really yeah like. maybe also like traveling it's a very worldly thing it wherever is. you go it exists so which is what we're going to kind of get into i'm repping the uh centennial to... jersey right now we got a few jerseys in the back so the, it's a worldly thing and i want to the first thing i want to talk about is why i think more people should like in the u.s should get involved in u.s soccer it's the one sport that every country in the world competes in for one thing see i've been i i've had thoughts about this i think in some sense like i mean as you travel you i think you meet more people who travel from all over the world to go to different places as opposed to a lot of americans just stay within the united states so i think like that actually makes an impact on on how they see it like like people from Europe will go to Asia or they'll go to wherever and soccer is goes across the board there. But like people from Nebraska only go coast to coast and hopefully not to Iowa, but they'll go they'll to skip Iowa. They'll, they'll skip Iowa. Chicago though. Yeah. Yeah. They'll hit Chicago. Just kind of take the long Mount way Rushmore maybe. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, I remember we were in Thailand and one of the coolest travel experiences I've ever had was we were just sort of rented motorbikes on Koh Phangan island and uh our third comrade had already gotten his copanyang tattoo for the trip so it was just us two we were driving by and we saw some kids uh at a school playing soccer and we just stopped to watch him and their coach like waved us over and we literally like half scrimmaged with this youth soccer team who was in the middle of their practice and their coach called us over and we just played with these little kids and it was awesome um and so that that you would not see that in almost any other sport no like to go to thailand not speak no one speaks any language and you just kind of jump but in and that also yeah i mean it just speaks for the sport is like i mean if they're practicing american football here like you're not gonna ask someone to just jump in with you and play probably maybe if you're playing in the backyard or whatever but not really like maybe, maybe. yeah and i think i i think like the national pride part of it is is something that you see at the Olympics, but then it's always sports that almost no one cares about. Like the one sport we all really care about in the U.S. that most people do is basketball that is in the Olympics. And and we're so much better than everybody. It just It's not even really a competition. No. Like some people yeah. care about hockey a little bit, but it's like a few countries like Finland, U.S., Canada, Russia, and Sweden and like, I don't know. Yeah. Czech Republic. But I mean, still, even then, it's like we're the heavy favorites in every game. And I feel like I'm a hockey fan as much as most people are soccer fans, where it's like I care about the game we play against Canada every year in the Olympics, and that's the only that's the only game about. I care about winning. Yeah. And I don't watch hockey until that game comes up, and then I'm a fan. And that's what people do with the World Cup. 
Like if you put that on a, a different scale of every single country really cared about hockey, then I think I would care more about hockey. It's, it's fun to like, like we're not bad enough at it to not care at all yeah. at soccer, but we're not obviously very good. So yeah, it's like a thing where like pretty most people are pretty content with being where we're at. Like we assume we should make it to the World Cup, but like that's with our resources, we should make it to the World Cup. We should like, win. I mean, but, we should. But the, but the point is like not like oh, we should just make it. Like it, if there was enough. Like people cared enough and people like kids were working from when they're younger to when they're adults like then we could actually be successful because we have every means possible well, we are by far the most like ethnically diverse country in the world like not even close and resources we, we have we've and we have the best athletes the in the world yeah and so can you imagine having lebron james as a as a striker or as a goalkeeper Literally any back. position. Yeah. Any position. Mean, he runs like a four three and he's six I, eight. You watch, you know, football or basketball and some of the guys who are point guards who are, you know, decently tall, but they're so quick and you know, they're so agile. It's like, man, like put that if that person had been developing their foot skills the whole time, I mean they're gonna be well, and here's the like here's my argument for soccer to the general public in the US, okay? Is if our athletes invested in soccer, football would be the, almost the exact same. Mm -hmm. Like you're still going to have people play football. People mm -hmm. are still going to watch. Yeah. And, and so it's not like football is going to get hurt by no. our athletes going to soccer. Whereas we can only benefit in soccer because that's the world stage. It's people are like, oh, Super Bowl is the biggest event in the world. I'm like, no, it's not. Yeah. Not by it's not even close to the World Cup final. And the Champions League is the next biggest. And yeah. I think a. Uh, what is it? The cricket thing is the next biggest, and I yeah. think maybe a race. Well, cricket's probably big because like Sri Lanka and South India, or in, but still, yeah, India but the, and the, but that's still, I mean, oh yeah, numbers is numbers. So like, yeah, the only literally the only country that cares about the Super Bowl is America, and there's a lot of Americans that actually don't care, and they just do it for the social aspect. Yeah. And then and then well, people will bring up well, our women's team's really good, and that's a whole nother can of worms that we can get into. Like, uh, yeah, like I love our women's team. I'm glad we win. No one outside of the U.S., or pretty much no one outside the U.S., cares about women's soccer. Like, we yeah. have a pro league, and granted, they have pro leagues in Europe. They do. I mean, like, it's big in France, Europe, Germany, probably Netherlands. And, like, well, they have it, but it's for how many people we have and the athletes we have and how yeah. good our women athletes are, it's like, where can you get paid the most to be a woman, uh, a female athlete? The Olympics? Mm-hmm. Maybe uh, then soccer and then probably WNBA yeah. or, or golf. Actually, golf yeah. would be it. I think there's golf little, would be golf and tennis would be number one and yeah. two. And then but some like some of the volleyball players make a little bit, but I think their careers are pretty short lived professionally in that. But you don't but get against, endorsements. I no, I, I don't of, know I one volleyball player. I could tell you like gymnasts. I could tell well, you maybe WNBA player. But like I can tell you tons of soccer. Yeah, tons of tons of soccer stars and. So us, like, people don't, they, you can't associate, no one invests in women's soccer anywhere in the world. Like, Argentina no. had to have, this is, they had to have, like, massive financial backing from one donor just to send their team to the World yeah. Cup because no one cares. And so you look at their men's team. Like, it's the one thing in pretty much all South America is soccer. So it's not the same. I mean, it's, I mean, we are very, the, the women's national team is very good as again, as they should be, but it's not comparing things that are even in the, in the same, it's not the same deal. Like, I mean, they, they struggle to, I mean, you see some of the teams that are in the world cup, for the women's it's like, they're absolutely horrible, but there's teams like Thailand. Yeah. Like all the teams that are in the men's world cup are like the 32 best countries in the world. Yeah. It's like, that's, they're very good. Yep. Like, and so there's teams that don't make it that are also very good too. Oh yeah, like the Netherlands or Chile. Like I mean, it's insane. Yeah. It, Italy. Yep. Like that's insane that those teams didn't qualify for the men's World Cup, and yet it's it's just a whole different game. So this is my plea for people to start getting behind all soccer in the U.S. men's and women's, and the more money comes in, I do think it's changing. I think the MLS is growing yeah. it and it's going to get there and people will become a fan. But it's like, if you're like a well, diehard U S 
sports fan and you want to show that the U.S. is the best sports nation in the world, we need to get on that level of soccer. Yeah. And that's, I mean, the MLS increasing is is a good thing. But even then, like, there needs to be more people playing in the bigger leagues over in Europe. I mean, that's just a, I mean, you look at, again, like teams like Argentina and Brazil, like they're not, their best players aren't playing in their domestic leagues. Yeah. They're well, playing, that, that, they're playing. I mean, we have to get, we, the thing is we're not like, we can't just send people over there, but we have to get to that point where our players are playing in the most competitive yes. leagues. In which we have some, but it's like, we, we have to focus on that. I do think building the MLS, getting the money in there, like that's a good thing to do here, but we got to get our youngest players out of here and get them there. Yeah. So that's kind of a whole, which there's, that's our federation, which is are. totally screwed up yeah. by the way. But, um, but I also want to talk about something that I've been asked about while traveling that no one really outside the U S and maybe Canada really understands is, is the support that we have as an, like for most Americans that I know that really love soccer also support the country where their family came from. Mm. So as you look, if you are watching the podcast, I have a Czech Republic Jersey right up next to my U S Jersey. And it's because I support Czech Republic. It's where my family's from. And so that, I think that people have been asking me like, why would you care about Czech soccer? Cause Czechs just beat England. I put something about it on my Instagram and I had some people be like, why do you care about the, czech republic and i'm like well yeah like i guess you don't get like this that's where my family came from like in the 1900s so you, we have a tie to that and i think most americans do that like you are quite german i believe last name's german last name but my last name's english but that doesn't count but huh. well it counts but it's not you know what i'm saying i mean but I, I don't know everything. do you follow the german national team at all no. well i mean i follow just because i think like, like would you rather them win euros than anyone else no or do you not care no I would okay. rather rather well, well, than years. Throws my whole point I, to the wind. I, I mean, I, my lineage is oh, you're, partially you're, German, but and you're also Scottish, right? No, like Irish, Welsh, Danish, and Prussian. But the 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 thing for me is like I don't actually have any real ties to other than saying my name is from there. Like I, I mean, I don't. It's not like them winning validates me in any way. Well, yeah. I, I would prefer to watch the team that I think is the most fun to watch and the, that plays the best. So like, I, I don't think the German, the German team is very good. I don't think that they're the most fun team to watch or not the most fun team to root for. So I, I couldn't care less because like, as far as I'm concerned, I'm. Well, they do American. win. So yeah. that's something I mean, that's not, different they, than what we're used to at that's this true. point. That's true. But I don't think that like, I don't, I, couldn't care less okay all right well you're you are one of them one of the few that i've met that doesn't which is interesting that's normal hey that's cool it means you're all usa i remember when the czechs played the u.s in the 06 world cup i regrettably was cheering for the czech republic who did win and uh well they could have won the world cup that year and they ended up that was the only game they ended up winning but i do regret that and if they played again i'd be all usa anyone could win the world cup any year it happens right no well think? they could but they no like the u.s does did not have the ability to win the world cup Fair. then neither the czech republic no they do <laughs> they were they were good enough they're ranked like third or second going in but okay we're going to transition that we're, while we're talking soccer the u.s has recently picked up probably the biggest dual international signing signing i guess who committed to us serginio dest Born in the Netherlands to an American and Surinamese father and a uh, Dutch mother. Uh, decides he wants to play for the U.S. Mm. He starts for the European Giants, Ajax, in the Netherlands. And that's huge. We need like stuff like that. He, ju- he turned 19 yesterday, I think. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I get a lot of people like thinking that's weird. What are your thoughts on du- dual internationals and where they play because he was born in the netherlands grew mm-hmm. up there but his dad's american so what's your for like thinking it's weird of why he's choosing what he's choosing or like, yeah i guess like or why is it like just the whole situation being kind of weird no just like like just dual internationals in general i have heard a lot of americans be like they need to be like born here to play here almost i've heard some people say that's, that i'm like that's pretty dumb i think but 
I mean, we, we're starting to see it in wrestling a little bit, which is the other podcast that I do is a wrestling podcast, but uh, where people are choosing to represent other countries besides the country they were born in and probably where they've lived their whole life. Yeah. Well, I mean, the thing is, does he have, I mean, clearly the United States recognizes him as a huge talent. Well, but he's, he's like, you could say he's American, right? Like, yeah, well, so, he's born to American dad. So like, I mean, it's, that gives him citizenship, which is like the qualifications. Almost. So, I mean, the legal requirements of him being American yeah. are met. So from like, I don't really care. Like also that's like a, I mean, how, how long do they have to live here before they're, you yeah. know, before like, also I think about it too. I'm like, man, if I was born in a different country, but to an American parent, I'd be like, yeah, I'm like, just like you were saying, like, oh, I cheer for the Czech Republic because that's yeah. where my family's from. So you'd still consider yourself somewhat Czech. Yeah. Which is. Well, it's like, that's what is, my blood which, is. Right. Which is where it's which like, is, I was born. Which is way more distant than what, what Dest is. Dest is like literally one generation removed and he could be like, but yeah. now he's he's saying he's basically by him choosing to play for the United States, he's basically saying I'm American, mostly American, right? Like, well, yeah, he at least likes. I mean, for some reason or not, he chose chooses to play for the national team. Yeah. And I just so, I don't like the argument of people being like that's you shouldn't. They don't like that. It's like well, I guess I'm not saying he even identifies more as American because he probably doesn't. He probably identifies as more being Dutch, but choosing to represent. Yeah. But I mean, and that could be for financial we, and for, for a lot of other but, reasons. But even too. then, like you don't. I mean, but the thing is, like, also like that's not breaking any rules. That's the way the rules are set up. That's the way it is. Like we have a lot of other guys who are like that too. I mean, on like when Klopp was the coach, we had however many guys who could have played for, or not Klopp, sorry, Klinsman, wrong Jurgen, um, wrong Jurgen. Um, how many guys could have been German, but they chose. Yeah. States. All right. Well, here's a that actually is a great transition by your little slip up there. The Jurgen to Jurgen. Jurgen Klopp. He is the uh, manager for Liverpool, and I think he looks like he has nine bodies buried in his basement, as he is extremely serial killer esque. I would say the most serial killer what, looking guy. What? What? I'm gonna pull up him? a picture here. On our little monitor. What but about him says serial killer? The haircut and the glasses. Really? That, yeah. Then you think... Like, every, I'm going to put this up. And you if you the, comment down below, if you're watching this, that this guy does not have some bodies buried somewhere. So you're telling me anyone who's basically European... No, like that guy's... No, <laughs> bro. No, you're picking the worst picture. No, that's the Click first one that one. came up. Click I promise one. you that's Click the first one. one. Oh, he's smiling. Serial killer cancer. How about this one? That's like, a, dude, that guy. No way. Is such a serial killer, man. No way. Pull up a serial, actual serial killer picture. Okay. All right. Here we go. I'm gonna throw up a little Dahmer here, dude. They don't look anything. Oh alike. my! Are you kidding me, dude? You're saying because the glasses? Because no, he has glasses. well, and the porn stash that he has rocking. Klopp did not. No, he doesn't have, but it it throws into the creep he vibe. <laughs> he's got like a he's got a porn stash up top though on his hair because it just kind of flares down. That like sounds that. like jealousy. No, no, <laughs> I I I'm telling you no. that this guy looks exactly Jurgen Klopp and Jeffrey Dahmer. No, that's the first might thing. be the same. He looks. You're, you're the first person to ever say he looks like that. I've heard ever say he looks. Like I'm not saying they look exactly no. like he definitely looks like a serial killer. Though. I'm saying if you're picking out coaches who look like anything. All right, who's your number one coach that? Is probably a serial killer. I'm. I gotta say, well, Mourinho probably has killed someone, but not maybe he's a serial killer. But he's probably a murderer. So just like a murderer. Um, but uh, Emery, he looks like Dracula. What's his arguably a serial first name? It's U N A I. U N A. Oh yeah, Unai Emery. Okay, he looks like Dracula, but Dracula. Oh, dude. You could make the argument that Dracula <laughs> is a serial killer, right? Does he actually kill or does he just suck blood? Till they die. He's like a serial chupacabra. <laughs> Which that they, could come up later too. We could talk get a, and do a little chup talk. But he definitely looks like a vampire. Look okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. I, I see the vampire. I bet there's like I bet there's probably things on Google that say Emery vampire. vampire. Big time. Yeah, I'm gonna look that up. I I don't know. <laughs> 
See, that's not much of a stretch. It's that's, not much of a real. stretch. Oh, wow. Did you make that? It kind of looks like the intro to your video. Yeah, it kind of does. <laughs> Dude, I like some of these. Um, okay, I get it. You're not the only one that's seen that, but I don't know if I'd classify Dracula as a serial killer. Serial killers have to have killed three people or more at different times. Okay. On purpose, whereas Dracula could just, you know, thirsty for a little blood. That seems like a purpose. And then come out of, you know, they end up, mm. you end up dying from it. So I don't, you know what the, the crazy thing about serial killers are is I don't think that you would just, they don't get caught because of how they look. Actually, right? you no, know, I mean, John Wayne Gacy wasn't. Okay. But like, I mean, without the clown makeup Dennis on. Dennis all these people like dude not, dennis rader did not get caught because of the way he looked that's what i'm saying caught he's you can't say, because someone looks this way they're probably a serial killer no you're right about that part you might have me on that <laughs> but he does look like some serial killer see but you didn't think he looked like a serial killer when in fact Jurgen klopp is a serial killer and you're gonna find he that out is. later and then you'll be like once you see him then you're like oh i kind of mm. get it i kind of see it but all right well see, we're gonna I move actually, on from that i actually like klopp. all right so Whatever. He's because a great coach. I don't care. Who, who do you think is the best looking coach? Ooh. The best looking coach. I was talking to someone about this the other day. Who is the best looking coach? I think he. Is it like Sunderland's? Or South, I don't know. Sunderland or Southampton? I don't remember his name. I'm going to go with my man Pep Guardiola, though. You think he's the best looking Man City coach right up there. Hmm. Uh, Great looking bald guy. Bald goals. And as me as a. As a fellow uh, alopecia victim, mm. uh, I'm I'm a big big fan. Great looking older man. Gosh, I'm trying to think. I mean, who's hot? They're all kind of hot, honestly. Uh, There's a lot of players who are hot. That's for dang sure. I th- I mean, that's true, especially female players. Yeah, them too. Yeah, them too. <laughs> okay, all right. Um, all right. Well, we're going to transition there. This is not, this one's not an easy transition as we're going to go into, actually it's, it's somewhat of an easy transition. Um, he's a really good looking dude. Good looking bald guy. Pep Guardiola. That's nice. Yeah. He's got the right amount of scruff and you know what it is when you're bald, you got to be tan. You can't be pasty. He's He's got good eyebrows, great brows. And he's just, he's got, I mean, he's Spanish. So he's got that, he's got that tan look that real either south uh south like? european or north african look real nice and tan um but okay we're moving on that okay we need to in the united states we're in a little bit of a crisis here we got Sergio des which is a great thing but we did lose to canada for the first time in 34 years about a month ago and that's unacceptable because canada can't beat us in anything all right i'm strict they do have good maple syrup and poutine, but no one knows what poutine is, so that doesn't count. Um, so we need to fire our coach, and I think everyone around U.S. soccer thinks that. What would you do? Okay, first off, who do, who do you want? Who's your dream coach? And what would you do to get him? And I'm gonna throw I might throw a little few things at you. Um, I don't know. There's quite a few guys I think that would be. It's hard to say someone's right for the job because I think it takes the perfect. The kind of the perfect culmination of things coming together between players and and timing, um, and just the coaching, obviously of of being able to win a World Cup and teams playing to their best ability. I mean, I feel like I know who you're gonna say. Yeah, you know who I'm gonna say. Actually, but I don't even like the guy. You don't like you don't like Guardiola. No. Nope. I was gonna say I'm gonna say Pep Guardiola, the manager of my. Favorite club, Manchester City. Arguably one of the best coaches He's ever. kind of, yeah, he's so good, and that's why I want him. And I'm glad he's at Manchester City. I just, he's kind of a a poop head, I will say. What do you mean by that? When he was at Bayern, they came over and played the MLS. Mm-hmm. So the MLS All-Stars play like a super good European club. So they mm-hmm. brought in Bayern Munich, and we ended up beating him like 4-3 or something. And Pep Guardiola wouldn't shake uh, our manager's hand. And I mean, it was the Kansas City. No, it was the Caleb, whatever Caleb, something. Beats Portland Timbers. Yeah, coach. I can't remember the name. Um, 
obviously we know a ton i know a ton about soccer um and i just he just he like made a lot of excuses i don't know i didn't really Mm -hmm. like the way i don't like the way he acts sometimes but when it's when he's making my team very good then i like it so i would like him but but we know your well i know your stance on sportsmanship so i'm not a big sportsmanship so in in some senses can you fault him in that sense Ah, man, he kind of got me on that one. You might be right. Yeah, I'm but just, I, I mean, here, no, here's what it is. Here's what it is. I like if I'm involved in it, I want, I want, like, as I coach wrestling, I want my wrestlers to have great sportsmanship mm-hmm. and they need to. And that's like, if you're going to be on this team, you do these things. Mm-hmm. Like, you have to act this way in a certain way. When other people, if it's outside that, then I'm okay with it. But like, just having that as our manager, I don't know if that would be my favorite thing but if other people do it then i guess it's okay but that one i just kind of rubbed me the wrong way it seemed like a well did you want it to a be sore like, loser went for really no reason that's fair but did you want him to just accept the defeat and be like well oh, it was like, be- he was like he was mad because he thought it was dirty or something and well, it, it really wasn't and i was just like ah I mean, man like that's i mean you're at this level like maybe, you got to be more professional maybe he's than making that. excuses but maybe he genuinely did think it was dirty and like if, well, I think if you felt like, or if I felt like a loss in a, in a dirty way or something like that, I don't know that I would react much differently. Okay. All right. And it would, it would definitely help the uh, bald image of men in the United States. Is there a bad image for bald men in yeah. the United States? Yeah. Really? Like people like The Rock and Vin Diesel yeah. are really Just ruining. no one, yeah. really no one looks up to them or likes them for any reason. So we need, that's why we need Pep. Who's the, who's the worst bald guy in the United States oh, that man. people don't like? I don't even. I, that's a good question. I need to think about that one. I'll come back to it. You go on your on who who you want, why you want them, um, and then the the main kicker. While we're talking about this, what would you do to get them? Um, Guardiola, Klopp would would be up there as well. I mean, I think they have to be. Um, just with what they've done, and I think their their resume speaks a lot. And how many serial killers are really in Europe? You know, not very yeah, many. Not, yeah. Be, he'd feel yeah. way more at home yeah. here yeah he there's just better people to kill um i'd say i don't know um just just give me one name it doesn't um, have to be this isn't a test what's coming next after this i is also a test. like um i don't know probably those two guys would probably be the best i think all right what would you Let's say who. Let's say we're gonna get this guy and we're gonna win a World Cup. What would you do to get them? Like, would you give to see the U.S. win a World Cup? Would you give any part of your body, in a sense of like, not my liver, cutting it off? Um, like fingers. Is what I'm saying. Like to Guys, fingers to to see them win a World Cup. Yep. Like a part Honestly, of your. Here's the deal. Pinky. Oh, I'd probably lose. I would easily cut part of my finger, one of my fingers off. There's a good chance I'll probably lose a part of one of my fingers at some point in my life. I mean, maybe. That's a good point. Doing what I'm doing. Hexagon so. Home Improvements, which so. is today's sponsor, by the way. <laughs> so. Thanks to Hexagon. If I'm talking like losing, like, you know, a knuckle or two, I'd probably be all right. Do I get to pick the finger? Yep. Yeah. yeah. Well, everyone's going to pick pinky. Yeah. What are you going to pick? Maybe my ring finger. Yeah. It's worthless. <laughs> That is true. I'll think What's about the point that. of it. Yeah. I don't, why does he get his name? All right. All right. Um, so that brings up a social experiment I heard about once, which I want to get your take on, is where they did a study about that where they say um, it's about how people get removed from situations of like terrorism or, or death and like when you think about war and stuff. And so they did this experiment where they said like, would you cut off a pinky to stop uh, – a terrorist attack or it was like a bombing or something and everyone says yes but then they they i forget how they they went about it but essentially it's like no one ever gets nervous about those things but they get you like if you knew the next day 50 people were gonna die oh you know mm-hmm. some country well away you'd sleep fine and you wouldn't really not that you wouldn't care but you, it wouldn't actually bother you where if you knew you're gonna get your finger cut off tomorrow then you'd be up all night and you'd mm. be like freaking out about it to where it's like how we get distance from stuff like that. And I just thought that was a interesting. So what was the interesting experiment? time the experiment was just asking people? Well, maybe because my thought is there's a lot of people who get stuff amputated all the time, too. Yeah. So I don't but know like that. knowing it's going to happen to you. It's like losing a finger or 50 people are going to die. It's like, well, you're going to 
choose to probably lose your finger to save those 50 people, yeah. even though you don't know them and they're, you're so yeah. far away from them. And it's, just, it's well, uh, and I think any human life has more value than any finger. Yeah. So when you, it doesn't matter if you said it's save one life to lose a finger, I would do that as well. But it's interesting how like people, well, yeah, yeah. Like it doesn't matter how many people you say my pinky is not, but you wouldn't be someone. nervous. But that's the thing is like, you probably wouldn't be like, cons- like, well, I can't sleep because I know this is going to happen tomorrow. Mm. Whereas if you lost your pinky, no one would be like, wow, this thing's not going to be here tomorrow. Like it's going to freak me out. And it, I thought that was an interesting, mm. uh, somewhat of a psychological experiment little, or whatever it is. Little interesting. But yeah, I thought it was I interesting. I guess I don't. I don't know how that ties into soccer outside of uh, World Cup or bust. So if we all start cutting our, our fingers off, we'll win the World Cup. That's yep. how I understood that. So yes. Yep. You first, bro. Yep. Um. I yeah. We're going to wait. Hold on. I we made this list, so we went and got Applebee's earlier. This spon- podcast is not sponsored by Applebee's to get that twenty-five cent boneless wings they're talking about. I saw it. While they, it actually is quite a bit of wings, not very good, and I don't recommend the uh, spicy or not. They're just the Asian Any sauce, whatever it was. I, how was the buffalo? I didn't. Not I didn't great. get to try it. Not great. Yeah, but then uh, while we were there, I had a soda pop. Nice fresh soda pop. And Adrian was making fun of me because I had a straw in it. Mm. And and then what was your what's your take on straws and sea turtles? Ooh. Man, really put me on the spot. Yeah, I'm putting you on the spot. Because um, I, I kind of I saw I where think, you're going with it. I think the whole the whole argument of banning straws and saying straws are bad for the environment is is absolutely ridiculous. The the fact that one turtle had a straw in its nose <laughs> is a freak, freak occurrence. Not every turtle is swimming around with a straw in its nose. <laughs> I get that it's sad. It was sad. It's, but it's very sad. But it's not like that's not a that's not a normal thing. That was just a very a huge freak a freak accident. And like, I mean, I have several senses. If you drink out of a straw, for one, grow up, be an adult, and drink out of a cup like a normal person. <laughs> the second thing would be like, the, I don't think that straws are like, yeah, probably shouldn't use them for sure should try to make sure they don't end up in the ocean but they're not going there's not like a magnet to every turtle's nose with a straw just going straight <laughs> in it so i don't think that 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 a whole town's banning straws and stuff really makes any sense interesting do you think is it illegal in those towns to have a straw I don't know, they ban them but i'm like because then you're gonna have a black market for straws and that might be a game i could get myself yeah, into maybe even and then, I would even I would and I would be a dis- I, I would disguise it as being a turtle activist. I just can't imagine if if the whole idea is that like oh using straws by the ocean gets and kills animals like then you shouldn't use any trash by the ocean ever. Any plastic at least. Any trash. Any trash could get stuck in its nose, right? Like that's the idea. Uh I guess I don't I don't know if uh I mean the uh the six pack ring yeah for cans or whatever it's kind of like a garter belt for turtles how many times sometimes. does that happen too like is that another thing where it's happened like that one i could see happening way more when you get stuck around their head yeah way when, more but like how i mean yes it, and that's a very easy thing to cut those and i get that but it's like well you gotta find them to cut oh but, you mean but, like before but you throw my it thought away. is like i can't imagine that's happening left and right there's pulling turtles out of the ocean they're all just in these six pack holders like they it probably happened like a couple of them and be like oh this is a huge issue and it's like yeah, we should cut them. Not actually a huge issue. Huh. I like this unpopular opinion. I'm a big unpopular opinion it's guy. realistic. Okay. Yeah, so you're saying you'd rather have quality straws and less sea turtles. Big time. Okay, nice. No one likes a, a bad straw. Okay. Use a paper straw. So this brings us to our next. We were also discussing this um, earlier tonight. What is the like the the coolest animal because i said turtles mm. and then i kind of like tied in dolphins mm. i think they're both probably like the coolest animal mm. what, and then you said what's, what's what did cool you say what's cool about them though they just they, they kind of chill and they're not mean they just like hang out now mm. snapping turtles are kind of like uh the cool guy who maybe had too much to drink or mm. is like on meth and then like that seems acts out <laughs> a little bit more okay. But all other turtles, like you don't see a turtle when you get nervous. Mm. Or dolphins. Dolphins are cool too. 
So that's why I think they're cool. Like chill. Interesting. What would you what what I would said, you go as I like said, the, the the coolest? I, I threw out crocodiles and alligators, man. Yeah, yeah. Why though? This is what you said, and I disagreed. I don't know. When there's an apex predator, that's pretty dang cool. No, that's like B A. That's not necessarily cool, yeah, man. But it's still kind of cool. Like what they can do is pretty like cool. they're not Dwayne the Rock Johnson, who's kind of B A, but then also really cool. Mm. Like that so would, you would say be. Tigers are cool. No, tigers are so mean. Hmm. Dude, if a tiger sees you, it kills you. There's so many deaths. So you're saying like cool is like not threatening, just don't do anything. Yeah, but just like what kind of animal would you kind of want to chill with or would you want to like – yeah. If you're another animal and you're like, oh, you know what? If that's the case, dogs. Dogs are the coolest then. Why? There's some really mean dogs out there. And there's some like little, little dogs that – all they right, but suck. There's, but there's Those some, dogs suck. But there's some really cool dogs out there. So, uh, in India, 85 people. Yeah, I saw that. Are killed by tigers every year, and they yeah, don't. They don't. They people. can't kill. That's would a you, lot of people. Would you cut up a pinky for those people not to die, but getting killed by, by tigers? tiger deaths? That's <laughs> just that's just nature working right there. Well, because then what are you gonna? How are you gonna do that? I don't know. How would you? That's not the whole situation. I could have asked that about anything. Dude, I watched. Uh, I watched. Someone it was like no, it was like Planet Earth or something, and they uh, they like kind of followed a tiger with infrared, and like tigers, like hang out in cities in India, hmm. and they just but they they know like they don't usually attack humans very often in that sense. But there's like pigs and stuff that are around the area. Yeah. So and so they were like, pick them off. they had like this tiger and they're doing an infrared and they're just people walking like 25, probably maybe like 25 yards away from it. This is like a group of like six people like walking through this park mm. and there's a tiger just chilling there and they know the tiger's there and they're like, and they just let the people go on by and then they like got a baby boar or something. The tiger did not the wow. not, not the people walking by, so that's pretty freaky. Yeah, that is pretty. freaky. So it's kind of cool that they, they didn't kill him, but I mean, it makes sense though. I mean, they it's kind of like you know, like rats and mice and stuff. They, they hang out around people and like I mean that's what they say about cats. Cats, all cats domesticate themselves. They're actually not on the list of domesticated animals. They're they domesticate themselves. So, yeah, they choose to live inside because where people have food, mice and rodents hang out. So cats hang out inside. Oh dang! Food, so. so you're saying. I'm a big cat guy, as you know. Yeah. So to attract like the neighborhood cats, so I can just, just have a, a bunch friend, of rats. Just, in here. Yeah, like hang out with some rats and yeah. food. Yeah. Would you? Huh. Which, That's kind of. Yeah, you're not far off. I think I saw one. Yeah. Well, it could be. Hey, rats! Welcome into the uh, my humble abode over here, and uh, just so we can attract some kitties, <laughs> so I can pet them. Hey, long game, man. That's true. It's all about. That's that's very true. All right, what else did we have on the docket here? We're gonna uh, wrap this up after this. Oh, ooh, ooh, yeah! I forgot about this one. It's not even that exciting, but it's something that ties into literally the intro of this about mm. that the United States needs to wake up, embrace soccer, and embrace the system of soccer, which would be great. And I'm talking promotion, relegation, baby. Mm. So. People who are listening to this who do not know what promotion relegation is, I think uh, the English football system, which is soccer here, their football um, system has 31 levels to it. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, and essentially like your neighborhood team in England could essentially end up playing in the Premier League, which is like our NFL, our NBA, our MLB. There's some other stuff to it, but more or less, yes. You have to. In have theory, certain, they could. Yeah, you'd have to. I mean, you have to get a stadium. You yeah, have to start getting but, things. But, but there, there, there is the potential that, that could happen. Yes. So essentially, what that means is like I think the closest we could get to in in this country is baseball because we have like we have like yeah. non non A baseball like A double A triple A to where you have these smaller teams in smaller markets that have these semi pro or pro baseball teams and. What essentially that could happen is in the sense of where we live, Lincoln, Nebraska, the Lincoln Salt Dogs could eventually play in the MLB, which would be so cool. And that's something that I think all – I think we need to get rid of drafts, and I think we need to go to this more free market, uh, 
whoever has wants to pay for it, whoever, wherever you can get them, yeah. bring them in, well, and you'll get a lot more support. There's a lot of wasted talent through drafts because a really good player ends up at a bad team and gets stuck there. Yeah. And by the time they get traded out, they're kind of forgotten about. They're maybe out of the prime or whatever. So allowing a player who is who is good to get to end up at a good team. Yeah. And I guess I haven't even uh described what promotion relegation is. So essentially it's in in a lot of soccer, it's either the top four teams of the league below. So let's just use MLB for example. So you play the certain schedule and the lowest, let's say four teams in the MLB, the worst four teams next year are not in the MLB. They're in AAA. And the best four teams from AAA move up to the MLB. And then that's the same in AAA and then the double A and then the single A. And essentially in England, it goes 31 leagues in to where you can be playing for this small neighborhood team and you get promoted. Your team gets promoted. Your team gets promoted. And they maybe are making $20 a game sometimes or less, or maybe they're doing it for free or whatever it is. Yeah, a lot of them. $20 a game once you get a little too higher. And then you can slowly, they start making more money. Mm -hmm. So I think that's something that is going to eventually be adopted in our soccer system here because I think it's inevitable. I do think it's going to take a while. Yeah. But that would get me to support a team like the Bug Eaters yep. in Lincoln. It's just unlike... It's like I would start going to the games because it's like they have the potential to make it to the MLS, think, and that's I, so cool I think me. it'll happen. It's just so different from every other sport that we have here that people who aren't soccer fans don't necessarily understand understand that or the, the, or the benefits of that, of like why there's like it's good to have multiple leagues. Like... I mean, we could do that with professional football too. You know, you have the top. Oh yeah. You know. Well, think if there's a Lincoln. I mean, there's pro there's, football team that's like. I mean, we have what we have indoor football, but yeah. no one goes. But a, if there's real football. There's a lot of guys would. who get cut that are. I mean, could potentially still play in the NFL or be on a team that's good enough. But if they're not good enough for the teams in the NFL, they they're just nothing anymore. Where if there's, you know, a few more leagues below it, and it makes it makes it more competitive. I mean, honestly, a lot of times towards the end of each, you know soccer season it's a lot more entertaining to watch the teams fighting to not be relegated than it is to watch the teams try to, to try to lose yeah like they're i mean the you remember the ones are trying to stay like we're trying to not get relegated and like but other teams yeah. are like everyone in the middle it doesn't really matter it's like yeah we're fine then the people at the top it's like you kind of know who's going to win a lot of times they win a few weeks out and it's like yeah but there's teams all the way up to the end that are fighting to not lose to yes. go down because it means a huge pay cut they might get they might get traded they might get cut or yeah, whatever or it is going down get sold like, they're not, not traded, planned. which is, yeah. Um, and that, where was I going with this? Um, wow. I'm blanking right now. Um, you're talking about the promotion relegation. Yeah. Forgot. I had a point. Uh, it was a point. It definitely I was know, a point. Well, there's another thing we want to talk about too, but we can, get there no no no. yeah we can get there no I, there's something about this promotion relegation I'm, I'm coming back to it but i guess we can just move on man yeah. i it was a great point though yeah because i'm super smart what were we what was the other one the other thing we were talking about was the depth chart and stuff for the united states moving forward and just oh yeah halters. so i think this comes back to i think this comes back to if um trinidad that fateful mm-hmm. day in trinidad and I'm sorry, but if you don't know what we're talking about, uh, we didn't qualify for the World Cup by losing to Trinidad and Tobago when all we had to do was draw. 29 possible outcomes. Oh, I do remember last. what I was going to say. It was super good. Can we just quickly jump yeah. to that? All right, we're going to come back to the Trinidad thing, that fateful day. But, um, no, did I lose it again, dude? It's kind of tight. <laughs> that is kind of tight. <laughs> dude what i should have just jumped right into you it you should have you should just interrupt me and just i say, know right. dude in fact it's right into that. <laughs> it's gonna come to me though it's gonna come to me when you, you think of it i'm just gonna go into it yeah so keep going it. yep no but this okay so the trinidad thing um no player there dude i'm trying to think while i'm thinking about this. okay no you player on that it? team yeah you talk about it and i'm gonna really think okay we've, ta- we've talked about this before that no player that was yeah. on that team um, under a certain age, oh, yeah. over a certain age. over a certain age or i mean really there's only a few people on that team that should maybe still be on the team now but anyone who was on that should not be on the team now moving forward uh, most of the guys were older anyways and really it's like we have enough young talent that it's 
way more beneficial to keep getting them experience and getting them like oh dude i got it okay drafts and so okay sorry about this in in the football system in the actual nfl system we have now you get you get rewarded for being bad mm-hmm. for being the worst team you yeah. get rewarded so the nba has kind of done a better thing with the draft where they you get a certain amount of like dr- votes yeah. where they just draw out of a hat and then that's who gets the number one pick. But you remember the suck for luck where Indianapolis Colts fans were hoping they went 0-16 yeah. so they could get Andrew Luck and they did and then they were automatically way better because yeah. they had like one of the best quarterback prospects. And well, well, so they're doing the tank un- for two this year or whatever, right? The it Dolphins totally are. flips our system upside down where it's like, like you have to fight the whole season because if you, if you get relegated, you lose tons of money, sponsorship mm-hmm. money, to add uh, TV revenue, like all that, ticket sales, you're gonna, gonna ticket sales, everything. You're not people aren't gonna want to go. Like if you're in the MLB and then all of a sudden you're in the AAA, mm-hmm. people aren't gonna want to go as much. Yeah. And so they're fighting tooth and nail to be better, and that's what makes it, like you said, way more competitive there at the end. Whereas in the United States, it's like, well, if we keep losing, then we got a better chance to get this prospect coming up. Yeah. And that prospect is like, well, I'm gonna have to go to a really the best player has to go to the worst team. Yeah. And that's I mean, just a terrible many, system we how have. How many good players got lost at the Cleveland Browns for the last, like, 10 years? Yeah. Well, look at – yeah, exactly. Look at uh, – Menzel. I mean, and, and yeah. I don't know he would have been a great well, NFL quarterback, but, I mean, there's a lot of talent that's gotten drafted that's just, like, maybe they're a different team that could have been successful, but, like, it's kind of been a graveyard yeah. for people's careers. And look at, and look at uh, like, Bo Jackson, who's like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to Tampa Bay. And then look at uh, John Elway, who's like, I will not – go to the Buffalo. It's like, mm-hmm. you can draft me if you want. I'm not going to sign. It's like, I'll go play baseball. And, and they have the number one draft. They need to draft the best player. That's what they should do as a franchise. But it's like, like, it's just, I think the draft is such a dumb thing we do. Yeah. I think you got to just open it up and let them sign early. I do think that's going to hurt college football a lot. Potentially. You think unless we keep making them stay till they're juniors. Which you could do in football. Soccer is killing it. I think college soccer is killing U.S. soccer. Yeah. Because if you go to play college soccer, what's your season? Three, four months? Not saying you're not yeah, practicing, not but you're not. Yeah. If you go to an academy over in Europe, yeah. you are playing well, and you're year playing, round. You're playing with better competition. Yeah. I mean, ultimately, college soccer is fine here. But, I mean, how many – I mean, you look the best – players in the world they're not playing college soccer in the united states they're playing at these i mean you they're growing up in an academy and they're spending their whole lives playing there i mean that's why i mean someone like and obviously this is an extreme case but someone like messi i mean yeah i mean he went there when he was like super young i I mean for sure 12 could have been young i I don't know that sounds about right but it's like yeah they're moving away from their family i mean odell Beckham had the chance to do that. Yeah. He was so good at soccer. And it was, do I leave my family and go play soccer in Europe? Mm. Or do I stay here and play football? And it's like Odell Beckham would be such a good soccer yeah. player for us. Think about, I mean. But it's like, oh, well, you got to leave because that's what you do like, to be think good. Think about him. Yeah. I mean, he's, how old is he? 20? He's 20 now. Yeah. I mean, but I mean, he's been over. Or maybe he's, he's 21 now. I don't think he is. I think 20 sounds right. I think he just turned 21. Well, regardless, very young. But it's like he's been over there for... Yeah. And that's what you got to do. And yeah. it's like... And it's clearly paying. I mean, he's he's our best player. I think what people don't think... Yeah, he's our best player in the history of the United States. And yeah. he's... I mean, he was that when he was 19. Yeah. And he's... Been, the history He's been on fire ever. for Chelsea. Yeah. Which is fun to, yeah. fun to see. It's good to see. And so, I think we need to just... The, the college... I think it's, it just ties into... That our parents, our generation's parents, had to go to college. Yeah. If you could go to college, that was a big thing. Now it's starting to be less that way, to where it's like college doesn't necessarily mean that how, much. How much do you think of it as a parents, but also like college sports being a business on their own? Well, that's true, but like college soccer isn't. And so I get like if they're that's strictly fair. American sports, I'm okay. Do the college thing. College football makes so much money. Stay doing that. Same with basketball. We're the best country at it. We're, yeah. I mean, football, we're really the only country that plays it. But basketball, like we invented it. We care the most. We have the most money. We have the most athletes. We have the best players. So it's mm. like college basketball is great too. So keep it that way. That's fine. But soccer almost, I think, I'm not going to say should be eliminated yeah. from from NC, from college. But when you have guys who are like, do I go play pro at 16 or do I stay here and try to like, because what if it doesn't work out, then I can get a college degree. When in reality, they're not even getting full rides. 
Yeah. Like college soccer is not very like when you get a scholarship, that's not a full ride scholarship in soccer In football. It is in basketball. It is, but not in soccer, not mm. in wrestling, not in a lot of sports. So, but you, you have that push from their parents in that generation where it's like, you got to get your college degree. You have yeah. to get your college degree. And it's like, you're ruining this kid's career because if you're not something by the time you're 18, you're yeah. probably not going to make it. And that's yeah. just the weird way soccer is. But if you're not where you need to be, you're probably not going to make it at yeah. eight, past 18. Yeah. I mean, I can, I can understand I think both sides of it though. I mean, as a, as a parent, I mean, I'm not a parent, but I could see myself as a parent being like, you sure? Okay. Yeah. Well, no, none, none that I claim. Okay. Um, gotcha. <laughs> I, I could see as a parent being like, Hey, let's like, yeah, like that'd be great, you know, but this, I can, I can, I can understand people. I don't think parents are trying to, I don't think they're trying to trash their kid's career by any means. I can see how that happens, but I mean like. But like go and make your money. Yeah. And then go back. Like, yeah, you can I mean, still I, go I, back. I, I, I get it. You're not I, getting your whole college paid for anyways. I, I partially wish that we had just better academies here too, that we could play in, you know, that the players could be here and get better. I mean, it's hard because our talent, the talent level here isn't what it is in, in well that's Europe. because it starts from the ground up yeah like we we have the talent yeah oh, so that's not actually not yeah, what it is the, like well, physically I mean, like, we have the best athletes in the world i don't because we, we're so we diverse by far don't we have get, the best the best coaches in the world i mean you look a lot of those no i mean you look a lot of those other academies that they have very good coaches i mean like the i mean the barcelona academy growing up i mean look at those guys they all i mean they all play together all really good and we had really good coaching and everything and it's like it, it was a kind of a perfect storm whereas like we could have that currently makes the most sense to go to europe and play at a yeah play an and there. and it's I, I think what's good about college like the what's going on right now in the u.s is that colleges are starting to go out of style mm -hmm. I, I think going to yeah having to go to college isn't going to be relevant in 10 hopefully 10 but maybe f for sure 15 20 years colleges are gonna be shutting down like crazy they already are right now which is good I think because it's like you don't yeah. have to go to college to be successful. Find out what you want to do and do that. But well, they're making you take a lot. Of well, and you can do stuff out. online. You can do stuff for way cheaper. Making you so, take a lot of debt out for usually entry level jobs. That's whether it's answering phones or yep. doing customer service stuff. It's like all yeah, things. I mean, by the way, you, you, you learn the job you do. Like if you're gonna be a doctor, go to college. Yeah. If you're gonna be an engineer, go to college. I didn't go to school to do what I do. Yeah, I didn't go to school to, for doing what I do, but I don't even know what I do. That's really good. Yeah, yeah that's a good. That point. was bad. That's a good point. Bad, bad object lesson right there. Yeah, I got it. I I went to school for economics, by the way. Interesting, and interesting fact. You have no money, and I and I have no money, and I don't know anything about economics, <laughs> probably. So, um, and I and I graduated, by the way. So it's not like I didn't graduate. But but um, back that's besides the point. So that is going to be something I hope we start going towards yeah. the uh to promote U.S. soccer, so where we can actually have that athletic superiority over the world yep. which is what we're all hoping for because america greatest country on the planet all right and so then back to what were we talking about before i remembered what we were talking about we're talking about well oh the team yeah oh, yeah trinidad back trinidad. to that faithful day in uh i forget the name of the, the city but trinidad i'll look it up trinidad yeah. i mean someplace I mean, yeah, that that night, but also it's like moving forward. The teams that we, the teams we should be fielding, the two people we should have being selected. I mean, I don't know what age you were saying. We were watching one game this summer. So I mean, the next World Cup is five years from that point. Yeah. So no one older than twenty five, twenty six, twenty seven should even be considered. be considered. Yeah, and that may even be like. I mean, that's the thing is we have enough talent right now that's early 20s that is probably a better option. Or I don't know. I think or as we, close to an option yeah, where it's like, I well, think, you got three, four World Cups out of it. Yeah, when we're looking at you know the schedule and still putting people like Michael Bradley, not only on the on in the squad but also in the lineup, it just doesn't make a lot of sense. I mean, you know, people make the argument of leadership and stuff like that, but I mean – I don't necessarily buy that. I mean, you look a lot, there's a lot of teams and a lot of sports where there's a young guy who's a good leader. It doesn't necessarily take age to be a leader. I think it takes bring bring him into camp, bring yeah. him to practices. Well, don't yeah. bring them if he's there, but don't I mean, play them. There's no reason he should be playing. And I don't think that if it it came down to us needing to win this game to qualify for whatever thing we needed to qualify for, I don't think that he's that much better than any of our other 
you know, midfielders that he's like, oh, we're for sure going to win because Michael Bradley's in. Like, I would rather have a guy who's like maybe maybe about as good but younger and like just needs more like experience. And also, we have the ability to someone like Dest, like, you know, cap tie him, people like that. Like, we need to. Yeah. I mean, it's. I get the I get why you play they play him in Trinidad. You have to we have to win or we mm-hmm. have to draw at least. Well, we didn't even have yeah. to draw, but the way circumstances went, worst yeah, case scenario, if we lose twenty nine possible op- outcomes for how that all went, only one means we don't go to the World yep. Cup, and that happened. And it happened. So, yeah, and ninety eight and a half percent chance of qualifying going into that day. I had already uh, two days before I booked a flight into Moscow, Russia, for the World Cup. I was that confident. Well, ninety eight percent confidence, pretty. pretty ninety eight and a half if, percent confidence. If if I had, if I got ninety eight and a half percent on a test, I'd be like, which I'd I've ne- that's never happened to me. Yeah, but I got I an eight and a half times. I'd be pumped. Really? No, I got an eight. It was an eight percent. Lowest nice. test score I've ever got in math. Really? Yeah. What what uh, what class? Uh, was it pre cal something like that? It was eight questions. I had eight right answers, but I only got eight percent because my my work was shown separate. Yeah separately like it was like kind of like wrote some down it wasn't all like here's number one here's number two but you know in my mind the whole idea of math is to get the right answer so i feel like the right answer should be worth more than one percent so well i felt like i got a little little cheated i uh didn't know you had to take pre-calc to do calc and i went straight into calculus with never taking pre-calc in college i had to do it to 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 wrestle Mm. they should give it a name so you know what what it's for no. Well, so I get in there first day and they're like, okay. Uh, so, and then you take the derivative and I'm like, huh? I'm like, why didn't they explain what a derivative is? <laughs> and so then I went to the math tutor and I'm like, so what's a derivative? Like, I, I was like, oh, you like, you do the riv- derivative. And I'm like, yay. What is that? Like, we didn't explain that. They're like, oh, you didn't learn that in pre-calc? I'm like, I didn't take pre-calc. They're like, you didn't take pre-calc and you're in calculus. And I was like, yeah. They're like, you're, you are not going to pass. I was like, what? Like, you have to take that. That's like, you don't, you're not going to know anything. You're I'm like, like well, I, I go, I'm passing this class. So let's figure it out. I guess. So I had to like learn pre-calc while learning calc. Well, hey, you know what you, and guess what? You know what the good thing about that is? Got a D baby. You know D's <laughs> get degrees. You know what's good about that is pre-calc is actually also calculus. It's not its own subject. So I know, but it was, you're learning more. I'll give you that. You're not learning a different subject. It was, it was the toughest it was by far the toughest academic thing I've ever had to and hope to ever have to go through. But got that D, baby. And I moved on and yeah, D's D. get degrees. D's get degrees. How close were you to an F? Close. I mean, it was close. <laughs> yeah, it was It was a rough rough semester, that one. Had a lot of – was in the tutor a lot. Were you real pumped when you uh... – I was – it was one of the most relieved I've ever been in my life. I was like – well, literally, my my wrestling career depended on me passing that class. If I didn't pass, I I wouldn't wrestle at Nebraska because of the transfer thing. Dude, good for you, man. Dude, let's up top, bro. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. Hey, I'm proud of you. Hey, I was pretty proud of myself. But uh, all right, I think we wrapped up the. Uh, I think we're gonna wrap this up now. Um, again, uh, Adrian Zieg is the guest here, owner, Ooh. president. Ooh. CEO. Ooh. Is that true? El Capitan. We'll go with that. Head boss. Mayor. Head boss of Hexagon. Mm. Home Improvements. Who is our sponsor? Who built this table? No, they didn't build that table. No. no. Didn't do What's something here. that's well structured here that I could say that you did? Um, your job. Knitted line. that flag of the state of Nebraska. Real good knitting yep. program over there at yep. Hexagon Home Improvements. But yep. uh, I'm going to link all Adrian's stuff down below so Ooh. you can slide in those DMs if you wish. Um, so, yeah. Unless uh, unless you want to slide into mine, then that's also down below. <laughs> Make sure uh, we just – the reason this one took a little longer to come out than, than the little separation between the two is because I was waiting to get approved by Apple Podcasts, which has just happened in the last day or two. So you can get this hey. podcast and future podcasts – you're, on Apple Podcasts. You're real. You're legit. Yeah, I know. It's what's up. And any other podcast app that there that is on the Anchor distribution. So like mm. Spotify and like all those other. There's a bunch of them. Is it on Spotify? 
It has to be on everything, dog. Yo, I'm playing this at work so people can Yo, listen to me. hit that at work. Leave a review on Apple Podcasts that uh, I have zero reviews right now. So if you uh, if you leave the first review and you uh, then DM me that you did, yeah. oh, I'm gonna give you like uh, I'll, you, I'll mail you something if you're not if you're in the continental U.S. I, I don't know what it'll be, so Yikes. it's gonna be a surprise gift. Yikes! Be real careful. Surprise gift. It'll be cool though. Um, and it, but you have to give me five stars. So only leave a review if you're gonna get mm. five stars. If you're not gonna get five stars, out of here. All right. So don't don't do that unless you leave it five stars. But all right, A Z, A Z Elk, we's out. Thanks again for being on the cast. And that was uh, great. Yeah, I'm gonna see you uh, next time. I can sucker someone into coming in and doing a podcast with me. So mm. over and out.